Good afternoon Good and welcome to THFC Till I Die, your home of Tottenham from past, present and some sort of a, I don't know, a frustrating future. And the title of the show, of course, is I Miss My Tottenham. And yes, we all miss our Tottenham. I miss our Tottenham more than anyone. So what I'm going to do is I wrote this a little while ago and then I'll bring in Philip and then I'll bring in Mia. And this is what it meant to me. This is what the club means to me. And then we'll we'll discuss it. So what does it mean to support Tottenham Hotspur? For as long as I remember, Tottenham Hotspur is, is my club. The club I followed as a child, teenager, as an adult, seen us win FA Cups, UEFA Cups, League Cups. Now we are not the club we once were. We've lost our identity. The club has lost its soul. The club's lost its way. Tottenham Hotspur was a club that connected with the fans. We were a family. We're a family club. If Bill Nick could see the club he built, he would be embarrassed, ashamed of the club we have become. Many owners from Scholar to Sugar, Levy, Enoch have let us down, let managers down. In 2001, we were bought by Enoch and Levy with a promise of playing the Tottenham way. 22 years later, it's still the same. Not backing managers, letting players rule. On the potch, we had a manager who played the Tottenham way with free-flowing attacking football. But again, Potch was not backed. We had the chance to go to the next level after that, after the Champions League final. But again, we did nothing. I apologise about the washing machine. If it's the worst moment, decide to do its big spin. So I do apologise if you can hear it. Um, next level after the Champions League final. But again, we did nothing. We did not back Potch, who deserved at the time to be backed. Time to put it right. But again, the same players who are still here threw Potch under the bus. They did the same with Jose, Nuno, now Conte. The club has no direction, no ambition, no soul off the field. The owners have done a good job, but on the field, they have let us down big time. The club need to give us, the fans, something to get behind. Tell us what what's their vision is. Have the transparency with us fans. Mr Levy and the Tottenham Hotspur owners, you have taken a club that means everything to us fans foundations that were laid by the genius work of Bill Nicholson, by the 1901 side as well, John Cameron, Bill Buckley, who <clears throat> who founded the club. Um, they have broken manager after manager, sacked Potch, Jose, the circus that went on getting in Nuno, then sacking him, then getting in Conte, and then Conte leaving. They're not backing him fully. My own thoughts are on the owners of this. I'm not happy what's happening at the club. We are starved at success. For me, players need to take responsibility, as they as do the owners, because it's the same players who are let Poch, Jose, Nuno and Conte down again and again. The owners also need to take responsibility over backing managers, spending money on decent players, also get rid of the deadwood. 41 years I've supported Tottenham Hotspur. I've never been this lost or upset with my team. I've never felt this disconnected with the club. This summer, we are at risk of losing Harry Kane. Of course, Conte is now gone. For me, the blame lays at the feet of the players, the owners. The club has lost. The club is lost. Tottenham Hotspur, you broke my heart. You've broken me. You've broken the fans. I just want my club back. I miss my Tottenham. And Philip and Mia, welcome to the show. Philip, where do we go? I mean, I think that's how we're all our fans feel at the moment, isn't it? Um, yeah, well, it's, I mean, the ones that are on social media, yes. We don't know about the, the majority of the fans. We don't know, really. I presume that there's a lot of disquiet 
you know, uh, basically, like what, what I want most of all from Tottenham at the moment is I want them to play football the way we're used to Tottenham playing it. You know, I mean, we've, we've brought in three managers in a row now that haven't been able to play the Tottenham way after Poch left. And I mean, whoever's fault that is, uh, the players that are, are to blame partially, the owner is the biggest scoundrel here because it's not backing the managers in. But all I want, whoever this new manager is, whoever comes in, and can give us our Tottenham back, that we won't be missing our Tottenham anymore, that we play football that, like, take for example, Brighton came to town last Saturday and dominated us for 85 of the 90 minutes. We came out of it with a streaky win. It's happened too often. Mm. Tottenham are not a team that come to play at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and sit back and defend and wait teams to come at them. We are the home team. We go at them. They don't dictate the terms. We do. And that's what I miss most. Is the style of football that's been played, and I want that back, and I want it back now. Yeah, Mia. Before we go into the chat, um, look, we can blame the owners all we want, Mia, and we can blame managers, but do the players need to take responsibility for for, for what's happening here? For, for constant managers throwing them under the bus, Davis going to Levy Saint, getting new notes back. The players, you know, asked what was said when when what? Oh, go on. Yeah, I think we've got to be careful because to me, there's no factual evidence that one player went to the manager to Levy and got Nuno Well, that's sacked. not the point I make it. But point my I'm point, making... hold on a second. Let me just finish, please, Dermot, and I'll explain. So I don't feel like we can necessarily say that the same players, because a lot of the players have changed. Some of them haven't changed. And some of those players have way too much. If they do, then they do have way too much power. Absolutely. And that shouldn't be the case. And absolutely, the players need to take on board that they are to blame for a lot of things. A hundred percent. I completely agree that, you know, it's Joe, it is for me, Tottenham's lost its heart. It feels like there's no heart in Tottenham anymore. Um, and that heart is the fans. And it feels like we're so divided as fans. And there's so much like, um, it not like unrest between the fans that that heart has been lost because it's been lost on the pitch. And that resonates onto the fans. And for me, that's what I want back. I want that unity back of the fans because I think it's like whether we, you know, we know we're going to watch good football, but if we lose, we don't care. We still put like brothers in arms. We're still all like, yes, we support Tottenham and we don't care we lost that game because it was a good match. Do you know, like I know that we don't want to lose, but even when we lost under Poch, we didn't have that negative, that the way it is at the moment. And I feel like that's what's lost in Tottenham, yeah. if I'm honest. No, spot on you two. And just very quickly, Mia, how are you today? Are you all right? Having yes, a good day? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Been yeah. to the gym, walked the dog. No, fair enough. And caught Romero on the way, brought him back to your house and, <laughs> and tied them up in your dungeon. Shh, okay. Don't tell people. All right, okay. And Philip, how are you, sir? How's your day been? Oh, yeah, I've been busy, actually. A lot of work to do today. So I was away for a few days and now I'm catching up and I come back, you know, the usual. But, uh, yeah, I, um, I was lucky enough I was away. I didn't see the full Brighton match. I only watched yeah. the highlights when I came home. Mm. So maybe I'm a bit, bit harsh on the club with the 85-minute well, domination. But, again, I, I, I please, please, let's let's get back to playing football. Yeah. 
I, I'm very surprised, Philip, you're not actually in Dublin with the President of the United States, you know, since you're the new Minister of Foreign Affairs, you know, I'm surprised you're not down there with the Taoiseach and the Tornish there, do you know? It's... Yeah, well, no, uh, um, no, I, I decided I'd let them, let them have it, you know, plus I've been stuck in traffic enough these days, like getting stuck in traffic up and going to Dublin today, you know. Very quick, before we go back to the Sutton, did you see the gaffe he made last night, his speech last night? Oh, the black and tans, yeah, that was a good one, that was a good one. Well, it was oh, easy yeah. enough, there's really no rugby, you know. To, yeah, fair play to him, though. Fair play to him, though. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's get back into this. Let's get back to what we we're talking about. Um, big up KVB is a new YouTube member. He's he's joined the Bill Nick, um, the Bill Nick um, membership. Thank you so much, KVP. Great to have you on board. And if you want to be like KVB, please pick up your memberships. They're only two ninety nine, four ninety nine, and uh, it does help us. And if you want to jump the queue, because this will be a busy show, you can put it into a super chat as well. It does help us. It really does. So. You know, it does help us grow. Um, we've got big up to Dragon D, Dragon D nuts. Big up Dragon, Dragon D, D nuts. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> Dragon D nuts. David Clark, hi from Leicester. It's coming down cats and dogs. Well, you know what? Yeah. It's been a lovely day yesterday. here. We had that yesterday. Day. Yeah, we had it yesterday. They're getting it today. Yeah, it's been a lovely day here down in the lovely sunny southeast of of Wexford of Ireland. There, big up nice the northwest as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Big up United Spurs America. Big up Sturmo for the premiere. We've got Eugene. Big up Eugene. Hi, everyone. Big up hashtag Levy out. Big up Eugene. We've got Mr. Ben Coffin. Big up Ben. He says, what does Tottenham mean to me? Pain, pain, and more pain. <laughs> and he also says, at least the washing machine does its job and delivers unlike Tottenham. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> We've got Pete, Peter Spillin. It says, hi, nice speech. Thank you very much. I've supported Tottenham. I've supported them since the 1970s. Thoughts go out to you. Go thoughts go to you about your mother-in-law. Know how you're feeling. Lost my wife in November. Gone. Big up. Well, yeah, sorry, firstly, yeah. I want to send our condolences from everyone here on the channel, Peter. So about your wife. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. We, we're getting there. Yeah, very, very sad, very tough. But look, we will get there in the end. But as condolences to you losing your wife, and I hope you're doing all right as well. And hope we can bring you a little bit of sunshine and a little bit of joy with the content that we do here. Big up to Lee Richards, I think, who's on Mia's channel. Yes, we can enjoy the glory again, but but with our fans, give a manager that played the Spurs way, the Spurs way time. If we weren't in top four and we were playing entertaining football, I bet loads of our fans would be moaning. Yeah, that's that's very true as well, Lee. Very, very true. We've got Christopher Inshaw, Tottenham poised to appoint Vincent Company as Burnley boss wants the job at Spurs. That's not what I'm hearing, but I will double check that, Christopher. Let us know. I I will actually I will I'll check that out in a minute. Um once we get on. Ben saying the Tottenham way is a myth. We haven't played the Tottenham way since General Burkinshaw. I have to disagree with you, Ben. Mm. I think we have. Yeah. I have um, some um, we played it under David Pleat. We played it under Poch. So, yeah, I, I, I do think we have played it as manager of Tottenham. Haven't played the Tottenham whilst I've been alive, winning in style. Um, um, no, Philip, um, to that question, by the way. Yeah, um, I mean, I think we we haven't played consistently. But mm. there have been seasons since the Birkenshaw era that we have. Now, the one that springs to mind most recently for me is 16-17. When we were mm. 17 wins and two draws at White Hart Lane, and that's yeah. we were blowing teams away for fun. That was a fun season, and that's what we'd like to see back. 
And that was under Pochettino. But yeah. Ben, you're right in the way. Like since then, it's been pretty much downhill, and it's been not great to watch. And I mean, I mean, I used to love getting up and match day and watching Spurs play. There's games now. I really want will I watch it or will I not? I'm scared to watch it. Mm. And that shouldn't be the way. You know, that should not be the way. And uh, so that's whoever comes in as manager, please give us back the style that we're accustomed mm. to. Lee Rich has put here, guys. He says, I remember us going down, but our manager, Berkshire, played great football. We came straight back up with yeah. a fantastically entertaining team. That could that could never happen now because of social media. Yeah, exactly. Um, Eugene says, um, good night, everyone. Have a great show, Dermatron. Big up, Eugene. I hope you're doing well, sir. Um, Davis Day said, we played that way under Terry Venables. Yes, we did, sir. And mm. Ben says, Tottenham haven't won one haven't won with stars since 1992 1998 was terrible football 2008 was shocking i have to disagree with mm. you ben i really do have to disagree with you um look i i know i can go back further than you back to this 80s and even 87 under david pleat was a great team we should have won more than what we did we ended up only we got to a semi-final league cup and fa cup final finished third in the league um, I think the 91 side under Terry Venables was an exciting team. Um, do you know? So, look, we, we all have our opinions, and that's what it's based on. Um, look, we, we just... 92 was a tough year because we, we, we had that problem with the pitch, didn't we, guys? I think the pitch was rotten or some disease. Um it was diseased. I think it was the year that we reached the quarterfinals, I think, at the Cup Winners' Cup. Lineker's last season with us. But, Ben, big up and thanks for the comment. Guys, I want to go through this a bit with you first. And I'll start with you, Mia, first on this. Um, I, I said here, if Bill Nick could see the... Um, oh, yeah. A shame to have We've become many owners from Scholar to Sugar and Levy and either have let us down. Where do you think they've let us down, Mia? On the, where do you think they've let us down, and why? Um, I think they've let us down for different reasons, in a way. Mm. So obviously, like Sugar um, was more um, when I was young, um, and then it obviously went to Levy. Um, mm. But yeah, I think that that with Sugar, I don't think he was that in. Like, I don't think he was that interested in Tottenham. I don't know. Like, he just didn't seem like he was like. I don't know. He brought in. They brought in some players, but I just don't think he had that in him to really want it to do um, that well. Although he just he did save us, didn't he? Obviously, um, yeah. by buying us. But yeah, I don't know. But with with um, Sugar. It's a bit of a funny era that we had with Sugar, I think. Mm. Do you know? Like, it was a bit of a funny one. But then with Levy, um, they've elevated us in a way, um, but they've also not... They've done us a disservice in a way. Mm. Um, and some of uh, some of the things that have happened that they haven't done, which are not good enough, is um, the money that... Not, well, do you know what? It's not about how much they spend. They've just spent it so incorrectly. They haven't mm. managed anything to do with the football side as well as they, they run the business side. And that's the problem, isn't it? Because mm. if they run the business side, uh, the football side, as good as they run the business side, we'd be more... It'd be much better can you imagine so mm. that's where they've let us down in my opinion is that they've mm. let us down not managing mm. the football side as well as they have the business side 
I, I mean, Philip, you, I start, what does it mean to support Tottenham Hotspur? What does it mean to support Tottenham Hotspur for you? I mean, I've been supporting Spurs since I was eight years of age, you know, so, I mean, that's a long time ago. But um, it means, well, I'll give you an example of what it meant to me. I had a situation back a number of years ago where my wife's cousin was getting married. Mm. And it was the day of the FA Cup final in 1982, I think. And uh, I refused to go to the wedding because I'd missed the cup final. So mm. that kind of that's how much it means to me. And I, I, I've suffered for months after that, you know, because I, I put Spurs before the family. <laughs> so, you know, so that, I think that's what it means to me. That's a good example of it. You know, like I've, always, I've always worked my everything around Tottenham, if I can. Mm. You know, I always try, never arrange anything that, come, that clashes with a Tottenham match. Uh, I put up with friends who be abusive about my mm. supporting Spurs. They're supporting Man United and Liverpool and winning all things around them. And I'm still supporting poor old Tottenham. But I would never, ever, ever give up on them. If they're, no. I mean, if Tottenham went out of business in the morning, I give up football altogether. I would not go near another club. No. That's how much I feel about them. I, 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 I echo that. Mia, look, I always say, I said also in here about the um, Poch wasn't backed um, after the Champions League final. Do you think, look, there's there's a number of, of reasons why we were building the new stadium. We were going to move to Wembley, but there was an announcement that said that he, the money for transfers was ring-fenced. Hmm. Do you feel, Mir, it, for the la- do you feel we've wasted the last four years by, by sacking Botch where we should have just kept him? Because we were on the cusp of doing something special, weren't we? Um, no, I don't think we've, wa- I think we have wasted four years, but not getting rid of Poch. I think that at that time, we've got to understand that Poch did make mistakes, things that he had said, like he would leave if he won the Champions League, like he was flirting with other teams when he got offered, like there was jobs out there that could be coming up and he might be offered them. He never said, no, I I want to stick with Tottenham and finish what I've done here with Tottenham. So for me, it always feels like Poch is put up on this pedestal and people forget about the stuff that he did do wrong. And so mm. I think it was the correct time to get bit of potch but the managers we brought in were like a panic so we brought in jose as a panic mm. because he want he thought that we were so close to getting a um something that we thought we'd get a win now manager um, and then we brought in Nuno, which is a massive mistake. So to fix that, they brought in Conte. So that's where the problem is, is because of the managers they brought in um, after Poch, they didn't have a plan after Poch. Um, and that was my, that's where I feel like we've mm. wasted the years, not getting yeah. rid of Poch. Mm. Um, Philip, also in here, um, I want to take something else out here that I, that I wrote. Um, where is it now? Yeah, the club have no direction, no ambition, no soul off the field. Off, no soul off the field. The owners have done a good job, but on the field they have let us down big time. The club need to give us fans something to get behind. Tell us what their vision is and have transparency with us fans. Do you feel that the players, the owners, the club, we have lost connection between the fans and the club? But we're not. We're not united anymore. 
that we we seem to be more divided than ever as as a fan base with the club, if you know what I mean. Um, mm. where do you, do you feel in all your years you've supported Tottenham, Philip? Do do you think this is the worst we've been between the club and the fans that we're so we're so far apart, and, w- and well, what what direction we're going in? I know the fans and the, and the club are far apart, but I mean that that's again an awful lot of that is down to social media. Really, you think about it, because other than so, if social media wasn't around, a lot of people wouldn't be aware of what's going on in the club, wouldn't be aware of what's not going on in the mm-hmm. club, and so from that point of view, social media can can distort the view a little bit. We all see the people that don't want Levy in or Levy out, whatever, uh, but they're the ones that come on social media. You very rarely see the ones saying wanting Levy to stay. So we just don't know how many of them there are. But the mm-hmm. worst, this is not the worst time as I've been as a Tottenham fan. There, there are two previous occasions where it was worse. The first was 1977 when we got relegated. That was a disaster. That really was a disaster. And we were so lucky to get back up that season. But the worst time was 1991 when Irving Scholar almost bankrupted the club. Mm. And I know that we talked about Alan Sugar being a... Not, Alan Sugar saved Tottenham Hotspur, mm. right? Now, he might not be a huge Tottenham fan, but he was a big enough fan to put his money where his mouth is and save the club. But he was mm-hmm. never going to win the fans over because he he went up against Terry Venables uh, in the court case and mm-hmm. tried to force Terry out of the club. Eventually he did. But Terry Venables was the fans' hero, so Sugar could never win that one. Even though he saved the club, he suddenly became the villain of the piece. And that wasn't a good time to be a Spurs fan either. Believe mm-hmm. me, it wasn't. But now this time, this what's happened now is we've got a brilliant ground, best ground in the world probably, mm-hmm. brilliant training facilities, uh, we've got money coming in right, left, and center from rock concerts and Beyonce and boxing matches and whatever you like, American football. The problem is being that the present owners are not diverting the money back into the club where it should go. Uh, if we, if we, if all the money that's been made profit-wise came back into the club, we would be pushing Manchester City at the moment. Mm. Right? We'd have the pro- we'd have a team to match Manchester City's. We haven't, and that is where the disconnect is coming in. Fans cannot understand why we've got everything else. It's like buying a Rolls Royce, right? And found found out you've got a Nissan Micra engine inside it. Mm. That's really the way we are at the minute. Mm. And until that changes, this is why this managerial appointment is absolutely so vital. Because we've, 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 we've had three mistakes, really, since Pochettino left. We cannot have another one. Because that, that, will, that will you'll find the likes of Harry Kane will be gone. Son will be gone. Uh, you probably find Rikarlison, Kulichevsky, they won't want to stay either. So this this disappointment means the future of the club is good or it's not. And that's why it's so vital. Yeah. I, um, I mean, look, I, I can remember the last time we were united as one was the 1984 UEFA Cup final. That was the last time we were properly united. Club, fan, team and the fans on the pitch, we were as one. When Danny, when Danny Thomas missed that penalty, and it went around, there's only one Danny Thomas around the pitch. Mm. You, I think you there's been more moments since then, Dermot. There has been, honestly. Yeah, but you the, can't go 35 years, 40 years without being united at some stage. Yeah, you but know. we, yeah, but yeah, but that's just my own opinion, Philip. That's yeah, just how no, we, we have been united. I mean, I, I would take winning the cup in '91. We were united then, right? Yeah. Because we, we won that cup in adversity because we we didn't know what was coming down the road. Yeah, so everybody was together. No, I, 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 1999 the same. We won the, even though it was under George Graham. Mm. We were kind of united then. Any year we've won a trophy, we've been united. But that's, that's been going so long now. We've forgotten what united is. 
yeah, I, I, I get that, Philip. I do get that. It's just my own opinion that... No, no, and that's uh, mine as well, you know. I yeah, appreciate yeah, opinion. Yeah. Uh, Mia, before we, we come off this now, um, I'm going to the questions we've got in um, that Philip very kindly um, done for us. I just want to get this last bit, uh, Mia. 41 years I've supported Tottenham, I've supported Spurs. I've never been this lost or upset with my team. I've never felt this disconnected with the club. This summer, we're at risk of losing Harry. Conte, of course, is gone. Me, the blame lies at the feet of the players, the owners, and the club The club is lost. Look, we, we've we had to suffer under three defensive-type managers now, Mia, since Poch. We've had Jose, who came in very quickly on the same day that we sat Poch, um, didn't work. The same players let him down. We had... We had Nuno came in. That didn't work. Nuno was not a manager for Tottenham whatsoever, but that didn't work. Conte then came in, and again, the same players let him down. They complained about the training, the training methods, the, the way that if they didn't get picked, they were all moaning. Do, do you feel that in, in the dressing room itself, Mia, this is just about the players. Forget about the owners and the managers. This is just squarely on the players that there's too many clicks within this squad. There's too many little gangs, if you know what I mean. Do, do you feel that as a squad, we're not united, that the squad is disconnected as well? Yeah, maybe there's just like a bit more of an old guard versus new guard, if that makes mm. sense. Because don't forget, we have had quite a lot of youngsters come in, like new faces, mm. Um, and maybe they're just made a little bit separate from the old guard. And maybe that's where we have to sort of get rid of some of that old guard to in order to refresh it, to make mm. it then we can be a bit more united. Because we don't know what actual cliques there are in the in the dressing room. We don't actually know fact like real facts. We only can go by what we think. Um, and we're just surmising. But, yeah, I think probably the old guard issue versus having the new lot is something that we need to sort out. And when we get rid of Larice and put another captain, I think that we could then maybe make it a bit, it will be a bit more united. Mm. I think that new captain, something like freshen it up in that in the summer will make a difference, I think, in the mm. changing rooms, in my opinion. Um, Philip, before we move on to the next part of the show, um, look, I can remember the, the 80 side, Philip, the 81 side, the 82, the 87 side, plays like Hoddle, Waddle, um, Steve Perriman, Graham Roberts. Um, you can go back to like Dave Mackay, Jimmy Greaves, um, Cyril Knowles, um, Martin Shivers, the Bill Nick era. Um, like Mia could go back to the same era as me. Do, do you feel... Over the years, we've always had sides, even when we haven't won anything, the Tottenham sides have always played a certain way, a certain, like, how can I put it? A bit like um, um, swashbuckling. Yeah, like pirates, if you know what they're doing. Do you know what I'm getting at? Yeah, Um, that's 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 where we should be playing. Yeah. Where do you think, Philip, that went? Where do you think, can you pinpoint one bit where we, we've watched teams over the years win, lose, or draw, as Mia said earlier, and she made a great comment of earlier, that if we we would lose, but we would lose in trying, we always yeah. left it. Or Where do you think we've lost that? And 
also a bit more onto that, Philip. You look at the likes of Delhi Alley the other day. Um, you look at the likes of of certain players in that Poch era. Do you think it was going wrong then? Do you think the rot had sent in then? Where do you think the the cancer started? To, no, it, to, started to... The day, it started the day we sacked Pochettino, to be honest with you. Because mm. let's face it, we haven't really played football properly since then, on, except on you know rare occasions. Um, okay, we played well at the end of last season when Conte got us into the Champions League. But uh, I think it was when Pochettino went. I mean, Pochettino, you you enjoyed watching Spurs under him, mm. right? I don't think the rot had set in there. Uh, I think it set in after. I don't think I don't believe that there are, there are too many clicks in the dressing room either. I don't think so. I think that we would have heard about that. It's not like Manchester United last season where Ronaldo had the whole place in turmoil. He, 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 you know, there's clicks all over the place because of him. And even Ronaldo has now gone on to Saudi Arabia. And what's happened now? He's got his manager sacked. So you have players like that that will cause trouble in a in a phone box, really. We don't. Yeah. I don't think we have any of those at the moment. I hope we don't. Now we, we we could have because I'm sure there's players that are discontent. They're not getting a, getting a game, you know, like the likes of Jed Spence before he went out on loan, uh, the likes of Dan Juma. Mm-hmm. They they could easily cause problems in the dressing room if they wanted to, but I don't I don't believe they do. But as regarding the um, Delhi Alley situation, I think that's tragic. I mean, there's been a few cases over the over the years about players falling off the wagon badly. George Best being one of them. You know, poor George Best ended up a bit of a hulk. Uh, Deli Ali is heading the same way, which is sad. He surrounded himself with the wrong type of friends. So, you know, friends in inverted commas. They used and abused him and probably took his money off him as well. Uh, although I don't know that. Uh, and now look at him, 27 years of age, and he's basically on the scrap heap. Everything they're going to cancel his contract. We're not going to get a penny out of it. So it's very, very sad. But again, I put it down to a guy that was not given the right guidance, whether his agent wasn't um, talking to him right, wasn't giving the right instructions, or he was just listening to the wrong type of people. And that can easily happen to footballers. Like a young lad who came up probably living on a council estate suddenly ends up earning 50 grand a week. It changes you. Do you know what it is, Philip? He actually lived with his friend's family because he didn't get on with his fa- his actual parents. So they kind right. of adopted him. So he was sort of like taken in by them. Um, and it obviously, like you, I completely agree. There wasn't enough strong people around him like family, real family, who can sit mm. you down and tell you what for and look at you in the eye and don't care what you say to them. You're not, you're not like beholden to them because they've got money and you want something from them. They're your family. And that's the problem with Deli Ali. He didn't have that strong family unit around him to keep him really grounded. Yeah, unfortunately. absolutely. And young guys like him, they'd be like, like hangers on, we like moths to a moth to a light bulb. Mm. And he probably yeah. wouldn't have the 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 wherewithal to separate the the, the genuine friends from the hangers on. That's where he's fallen down badly now. Well, I feel so sorry what, for the guy. He was a genius. Well, I, he was a genius. I, Joe, I feel sorry for him. From what my brother has said, this is rumours, obviously I don't know 100%, but I think one of the times when he got robbed, it was to do with his friends. I think his friends set him up or there was something mm-hmm. involvement with these friends that actually that, that happened because he's been a few times, he's been robbed now as well, isn't he? It's just really like, it's awful. Mm. Yeah, yeah it, it, it is very sad. Absolutely. It is very, very, very sad indeed. Listen, we've got a poll going in the chat as well, and I've put in there, has Tottenham lost its soul? At the moment, 24 votes have actually been, so thank you everyone who's voted. 90% said yes, Tottenham have lost their soul. 
and 10% have said no, Tottenham have not lost us. So, so that's mm. pretty convincing. I mm. um, just want to welcome a few more people in before I carry on. Big up Wayne Bonner. Big up Wayne. Hope you're doing well. It's after all. Damn good to hear those old players' names again. Those were the days. And also Brian Maguire as well. What's happened to our club? Well, this is what we're trying to find out what's happened, um, Brian. But big up Brian and Wayne. Wayne also a member. Big up Wayne. And if you want to be like Wayne as well, please get your memberships in. And also if you if also if you want to get ahead of the the chat as well, put it into a super chat. It, it does help the channel. It helps it so much to help us grow, help us get new co- um equipment, content, and make better content for you for next season because we aim to go even higher for the start of next season. Um, Wayne says here, the only, the one and only plus I take from our beloved club is the current in, in its current state yeah. with the own, yeah. current owners. And the chairman is we won't be facing the repeat of the near catastrophic yeah, that's true. That's from 1991. That's and that, that's where I want to start this other bit of it, Philip. Look, I'm, I'm putting this into three sections. It's the owners, players, and then the managers. So that's, if that's all right, that's how, mm-hmm. so, is that right for you two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, I want to big up as well the disabled team. Big up the disabled team. Um, hi, Dermot Philip O'Meara. Hope you had a hope you have had a lovely day. <coughs> yeah, it's been great. Um, right now, Philip. Um, I want to go on from from Wayne Bonner point here. Look, we can all remember 1991. Nearly mm. gone out of business, and. You know, for Scarlet, for for Sugar and Venables to record the club, and of course, then the whole Venables thing. We've been through that as well on on previous shows. Do you think players like Terry Venables, who used to play for the club, and Ivan Scholar, who was a Tottenham fan, do you think with with our current owners that they they the the Tottenham through and through to see Tottenham as a financial way of making printing money if you know what i mean where the likes of scholar the richardson family the fam the, the owners for them ivan's um alan sugar there were always ways of form spurs fans yeah do, do you yeah. think do, do you think I, I know we're going back 20 something years philip but do you feel the day levy and enid came in also was the day that's our tottenham they broke spurs down for for what we loved to build what we they've built now. Do you know what I'm getting at? Do, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll try Sugar, Scott, Richardson, they were all Spurs through and through. I'll try and answer that then in smush and quite quickly. But okay, you could trace back the, the, the Tottenham changed irreversibly was the day Enoch took over. Because mm-hmm. never forget the third letter of the word Enoch is investment, right? Mm-hmm. And invest they're an investment company, and investment companies make money for their clients. Mm. Right, which means that there's dividends being paid out to shareholders that possibly should be going back into the club if it was under private ownership. Mm. So from that point of view, that's when it changed. The, the, like I'll go back to the you know the old Don McLean song, um, the American Pie. Yeah, the day the music died. Well, you could say that Tottenham's American Pie was the day Levy took over and mm. Enoch took over. Now I think it didn't happen immediately. It's happened since the advent of the new stadium and the real mm. mega bucks had to be raised to, to, to build the stadium and build the training ground and whatever. But I think the, the problem has been the money, the, it's, 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 the, it's the diversion of the, of the cash flow, where it goes to. We wanted to go into players 
that he wanted to go into bricks and mortar and bought mm. up half of Tottenham. Now, okay, that was part of the planning permission to buy the ground that they had to do various things. It was fair. I'm okay with that. But it's just, I feel that the profits from the likes of Guns N' Roses and Lady Gaga, whatever you call it, should be going. He's already said it publicly on TV about a month ago on BT that the money that's made at these concerts is is going to go back into the club, mm. into the players. But I don't think he's delivered on that. I think he's lied to us. Mm. And that is the biggest problem that we've got at the moment is we have got a, tr a chairman that nobody trusts, right? And nobody, mm. tr fans don't trust him. The players are probably ring-fenced from, they probably don't care. They get the money every week anyway. But the problem we've got now is, will any new manager coming in trust them? Mm. And that is our problem. Are we going to be able to attract the top draw manager who knows what Levy's like to work with? Mm. And that is, that's why I think someone at Vincent Company might just take the job because he's not, he's trying to make a name for himself. Yeah. Which he will do. I think he's going to be one of the top managers in the years to come. And that's why I think he should be one of the favourites that we should get. So answer your question, Levy started the rot. The, although the Richardsons and the Wales were no angels either, because no. they were they were tight as Tuppence back in the day as well. They were really tight, and Bill Nicholson was probably the tightest manager we've ever had. You've heard the stories of players going in looking for pay rise with Bill Nicholson, mm -hmm. and the more they need to come out with a pay reduction. So we've always been known as a, as a, as a, a club that's been very economical with the money. Mm. But now we've got the money, it's not going in the right direction. So, you know, that's that's probably it. I mean, it's a, I probably lost some of your question there, Dermot, because it was it was a long one. But uh, sorry, I, I'm sorry, Philip. Sorry, no, I... no, it's okay. It's okay. No, but I think you know we we can put it back to the um, the Tottenham that the older fans know mm. and love finished in 2001. Mm. Okay. Now, I, I I wonder very quickly before I come to you, Mayor, with this one here. I want you to add something to you, Philip. We've seen it in the past where we sacked George Graham. He brought in Glenn Hoddle to appease the fans. He yeah. sacked Nuno, brought in Conte to appease the fans. He, he, he sacked Poch, he brought in Mourinho to appease the fans. <laughs> right? Now, we've had, I think it's, what is it? 20-something managers under Enoch and Levy. I think it's around that figure. Mm. Do you I've, feel... I've, I've lost count. I've lost yeah, count. but it's around that figure anyway. But the point is, do you feel that Levy's always looking for a quick way out. Just keep the fans happy. That that keep them off my back. Instead of saying, right, let's get the right manager to bring us forward. Do, do you think, do you think, does it show he doesn't care about Tottenham? Mm, I think he cares. But I think appointing Mourinho after Poch, that was to keep the fans happy. Yeah. Uh, appointing Nuno... I can't figure that one out at all. That didn't keep anybody happy. Conte, we thought, well, if this guy's won out, won something, everywhere he's gone, we're okay with that. But again, that hasn't worked out. Mm. You know, so it's, 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 I wouldn't say he's trying to keep the fans happy. He probably, I think he does care about Tottenham, but mm. uh, I, I think his care is more to Enoch. His loyalty is more to Enoch than it is to Spurs, the football side of the ground. Mm. Maybe, yeah. And we'd like to see it the other way around. Yeah, I think. How did you feel when Glenn Hoddle came back as manager? Oh, it's grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Although I do have this thing. Like it is. It's not easy to go back to a club. Have you been mm. that before? Under any circumstance. So it was. He was always like, get up against. It. Plus, he didn't have the players. No, at that stage. Yeah. No. Um, just want to welcome in Jack Pace. Um, 
Jack. I'm just going to go off for a second here. Yeah, go. yeah. Jack Pacey. I sat on the shelf side, which is not like what it used to be. I bet it's not uh, to be at White Hot Lane. Atmosphere is often dry. The only stand that sometimes generates sound sound is the south stand. It is. Mia, um, and I also want to welcome um, this man in. This man, I tell you, has been an absolute legend in this channel. He lets you use all these games on there. Simon, big up Top Drive 1. Everyone, please, please, please get over there. And and show, he's got some great stuff over there, Mir. Some great old foot Tottenham full matches. England International from the 70s. So please, and he lets us use his matches on here when we do our golden games it all comes from this man so duck drive one thank you so much indeed for popping in it's been a while since i've seen you but well done welcome and uh thanks again he says vincent company mia is going to be our next bus next manager what do you reckon to that interesting very interesting yeah i i'm just gonna quickly while you're talking i i'm trying to see if my what mate... would you like me to talk about which I would like you to talk about, not about leading Levy round the dog collar, by the way. That's for another show. Um, Hold up. Can we not go back? Like, I need to I scrub that from the internet. That's not how it came up. That's not what I meant about me, right? Okay. I know. I know. Don't get I'm it all have, twisted I'm, here. I'm trying to have a laugh. I'm trying I know. To You're going to give me a bad reputation. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about Romero. That will go a different direction. Right. Amir, I'll start you on this, right? Has Enix's reluctance to pay the going rate for players like Grealish, Fernandez? Well, I'm glad we didn't get Fernandez. He's a fucking moaning mini, that fella is. I can't um, Etc. Has it cost us trophies, Mia? Um, yes and no. Um, I'll tell you why. Is because for me, we're revising history a little bit. At the time, nobody else mm -hmm. wanted Jack Grealish. No one really wanted Jack Grealish at that time. So because he's come good, now it's like, oh, did we not, we, we missed out on him. But at the time, he wasn't like some well sought after player. And so, yes, we did miss out on Jack Grealish, absolutely. And he did make the mistake of doing that. Fernandez, yeah, I can't I can't stand him. He gets on my, oh, don't. Mm. He gets on my nerves. But yeah, obviously we have missed out. But has it cost us trophies? Mm, I don't know. I feel like that Poch had a fantastic team that could have won the league and could have won the Champions League. And mm. that team was good enough to get to that Champions League final and get to that near to the point of winning a, um, a, the league when Leicester won it. So did they cost us? Possibly. Like, I suppose we never will know for 100% sure, I guess. Mm. That's the difficult thing. Um, F Philip, look, we've got Lee Richards saying here, I can remember a lot of our fans wanting Potch out before he was sacked. Mm. Our fans aren't blameless. Look, I disagree with that. I think the fans, I don't think it's fair to blame the fans. I think, look, we all, we all, um, have our opinions, but I think look, blaming the flam, blaming the fans in any shape or form, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I don't agree with that. Um, but he says our fans aren't blameless in what's going gone wrong these last few years, folks. Philip, we've heard we've heard different people coming out saying it's the fans' fault. The fans don't do this. The fans don't do that. The fans don't get behind this. They don't get behind that. They buy their tickets to sit there. They do blah 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 blah. Is it fair? Is it fair to? Is it fair to 
not blame the fans. Do you know? Do, do you feel that's the wrong road to go? Are they barking up the wrong tree when people blame the fans? It's an easy way out to blame the fans. But, like, okay, in all fairness, though, you know, there was a lot of booing going on. The, the last stage of Poch's uh, reign at Tottenham, there was a lot of dissatisfaction from the terraces, from the, mm. the stands. And the chairman would have noticed that and probably used that as an excuse, mm. as one of the reasons to get rid of Poch. Now, I'm not, I'm not blaming the fans. I mean, I mean, everyone gets, I don't, I personally don't agree with booing a team because that mm. can only, if, you, if, you, if you're booing a team, they're playing badly. And what's the booing going to do? It's only going to dent their confidence even further. Mm. It's, at a time like that, the team needs to be cheered to make them pick mm. up a little bit. So from that point of view, I wouldn't blame the fans, but uh, the, I'd say the chairman probably used, used the fans' dissatisfaction, mm. one of a better word, as a reason for getting rid of the manager. So mm. uh, it, it, you, you don't play into Levy's hands by booing the player, booing the manager, because that only mm. gives him room to, to, to go and sack the guy, you know? Mm. But... Um, uh, losing out on players because of a couple that are very frustrating. I know nobody wanted Jack Grealish at the minute, but I'll tell you one thing I would take Jack Grealish at the moment, any day of the mm. week, the way he's playing at the moment. And Fernandez, I take your point, he's a moaning mini. He ruined, he will be divisive in the dressing room, no problem. Because yeah. again, that guy started fighting the phone box because he's, he's not, you know, he's such a moaner. But there are other players. There's, there's what, what do you call it? We could have had uh, the guy that went to Manchester City in the end. What do you call him? Diaz. 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 Kim, yeah, Kim J. The defender, yeah. Kim J. Could have yeah, had Kim him. Yeah, Kim J. We're still talking about him coming. I'm surprised mm. Son didn't actually do a job on him to get him to come to Tottenham. Mm. But uh, anyway, so um, like it, it's it's our fans are probably the most. Like, how many games have we played this season that hasn't had a full house? None. Mm. No, no, which shows our fans are so loyal to that team. They want the team to succeed, and all I think I think Daniel Levy looks at the sixty-one thousand capacity, thinking that's great. That's another three million quid in the bank. Mm. Whereas we should be looking at it as these guys deserve more success than mm. we're given. I mean, we were at the AC Milan game, Philip, and that yeah. South Stand. You can found, you can back me up on this. That was rocking from minute one to minute ninety-five. For me. Um, it was rocking most of the time, not all the time. I think there was a few occasions where the frustrations were coming out when the football, when we were passing the ball sideways, fifty yards inside their own half. Then the frustrations got. But I, I take your point. Most of the time, we were really up for that game, and unfortunately, it didn't transmit itself onto the pitch. No, the fella behind me, guys. He was shouting at Son for the whole game. It was get Sonny off. Get oh no, I heard you saying that. Hey, fucking Jesus. I've never heard I've never heard so much abuse for one player. Um, Mia, look, Wayne Bonner says here, big up Wayne. He says the fans ain't to blame. The fans are there for their love of the of our beloved club. I understand, however, about not making their voices heard, mm. but they are not to blame. Look, Mia, I remember some I think it was Steve Paramount's said when we had them on the, sh the channel a while back, um, said that somebody asked Bill Nick, what does it mean to play for Tottenham Hotspur? And he's, he turned around and he said, Tottenham Hotspur is not you, not myself, not the chairman, not Doris the tea lady, not, not, the, not the coaches, it's the fans. He says, Tottenham will still be here when I'm gone, when you're gone, when everyone's gone. The only Con, you know, the only joint thing that goes from season to season to season is the fans, Mia. Do you think that we've got Tottenham have the best fans in the world for loyalty, 
for for going every week where most fans would be you know not bother turning up but we sit as philip says full houses week in week out full allocation away games week in week out have we got the best fans in the world to say that would be very very biased and i don't believe it is so i believe there's teams that are lower than us who are very very loyal and their teams do much worse than what we've been doing mm-hmm. um so i believe there's some very loyal fans out there i'm not gonna like say that we're not great and we're not loyal but to say we're the best in the world i wouldn't say we're even the best uh fans in the no. prem so like really? i would say yeah i would say look mm. at look at everton they've gone through some absolute mad stuff but they're there week in week out and they go away they're crazy their fans like they're very mm. very loyal i'm not a big everton fan at all but their fans the stuff they've gone through and they're still very loyal yeah. i would say that most football fans are very loyal um if mm. they truly support their team you know i think that most most football fans could say they're very loyal fans. I wouldn't say that, no. I think that would be I'm very good. I'm going to say Newcastle, Newcastle fans. And Newcastle, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Newcastle. I, remember, I remember a situation there what, a couple of seasons ago when Newcastle were playing Southampton away, mm. right, with a 12.30 kickoff, and there was still the away end was still completely packed, and that was probably an 800-mile round trip. Mm. They, that is what you call fans. And that's why I hate to see Newcastle... Uh, jockeying us for fourth position, but I'm glad for their fans because they've they've suffered 50 years of probably worse than we have, and they, they've, at last they've got a bit of success. So I'm glad for the fans. Yes. What? Why yeah, I said that? Me. Why I said that? Mia was I, I? I tried to put it into context, so I tried to put a bit me in the bones. Why I said what I said? It was back, I think, in 81 or 82, um, when we had the great side under Keith Birkinshaw, or before that. I think it was. 80, I can't remember, it was around that time period anyway. And we went up to Old Trafford. Now, Old Trafford at that time, I think, held what 60, 70,000 all standing, Philip, at yeah. that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. we bought yeah. 40, we bought, I think, 30,000 Spurs fans with us for that away game. we from for a 10 year period in the, in the 80s to early 90s, the two best supported London clubs away from home was Tottenham and Arsenal. Mm. Um, even now you go to away games I understand what you're saying about Everton but the point I was trying to make Mia every week Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is full it is ram full the away fans full do, do you feel it, it, why I'm saying do you feel Tottenham fans are loyal to Tottenham Hotspur as, as a club that they're loyal to the club does it show oh, that yeah. Does it show that? I know Everton have been through the my. I agree with you, you and Philip on Newcastle as well. But do you feel the fans can play more of an important role, or which to to bring back our Tottenham? Do you know? Do Do you feel they need to atmosphere wise? Some games the atmosphere is dead at, at Tottenham Hotspur. I think. Yeah, what I said earlier, I think applies here is that we've lost the heart. We are the heart of the club and Mm. we we've lost our heart because of what we see in the pitch. So Mm. it resonates back to us. So therefore, we haven't got the heart to have that enthusiasm. Mm. And it doesn't take long to get it back, because when we had it under Poch, we really had it under Poch. Mm. I remember watching the um, the the uh, the Battle of the Bridge. Look at that game. 
it was mm. a crazy game and the fan away fans were going absolutely mental about you know they were going mm. mental so it doesn't take a lot to get that back but we have to get the heart back in the team as well so it has to be the fans are the heart and we need to get that into the team mm -hmm. and that's why i think the fans don't resonate and don't do what they should like do the whole getting you know as behind them maybe they're a bit quiet sometimes because they're so dissatisfied i'll tell you why that is if you've got a team right the tottenham team if you notice at any game when Spurs are going forward into the opposition half, the crowd noise rises, mm. right? But the problem this season is too many times it's been the other side's been coming into our half and the crowd just go quiet. Mm. But we, you'll, you'll notice when Tottenham are on the attack, the noise is always good. But that has not mm. been happening nearly enough this season. We've been on the defensive so much. The crowd noise, the people are sitting there worrying what the hell is going to happen next. And then the relief when we get the ball back and go up the pitch, that's when the noise starts. Mm. I want to see noise the whole game round with Spurs going forward the whole game, not sitting back. Yeah. Then the crowd noise will increase. Um, yeah, no, apparently, apparently, Ellie says to me, come into area 252 with me, Dermatron. The abuse is aimed at Doyer mainly. <laughs> Oh, I'd love to go in there, Ellie. And we've got Simon here, big up Duck Jive One. He says, I'm not a Levy fan, but facts are Tottenham have been dining at Harrods for a decade on Tesco money. This is a very good point. Um, look at Chelsea State, spent 500 million in the last 12 months and gone backwards. Hmm. He, he makes a good point here, guys. The, the, who wants well, to take this? I think it's a good the point. The chairman coming out and saying they're going to beat Real Madrid 3 0 before the match. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's you mad. Know, idiots like that in charge of football clubs, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway. Right, okay. Um, we've got Mr. We've got DE. doesn't sound like a full house at home games, which is why Hoiby and Bentecourt are trying to encourage the fans mm -hmm. to make noise because they barely make any. Yeah, that that's, is very... That's my point. That, that when you're defending, the crowd are quiet. Mm. So big up anyway. Um... Guys, we're, we're going to move on now. Um, where should we go? Where should we go? Right, oh, I also but... want to say big up to the Leeds fans as well, because the Sable team had a good point. They're very like loud and yeah. very like rambunctious, yeah. and they've gone through some real stuff then as well, being mm. relegated for that time and not coming back up till recently. So, mm. yeah, Leeds too. Um, Leeds says, Dr. Andrew makes an excellent point. Considering the wages we pay in comparison to other clubs, we've probably overachieved over the last 10 years. I, I, I don't know what we've achieved, but we've achieved something anyway. Look, I'll start with you, Mir, in this. Is, is the football side not high enough in Enix priorities? Look, very quickly, my thoughts on this, it's not. Never has been, never will. Look, I'm very much always down the middle. I'm not Levy out, not Levy in, but I want the best for my team. What we've seen this season is a team that's, if you take Harry Kane and Sonny out and probably Hoybier, um, and I'm probably missing another one, Romero out, you would have a relegation side. So, Mia, where, do you know, we know we've got the concerts, we've got the Formula One, we've got the American football, we've got this, we've got that. Surely if you bring a foot, has the focus shifted to a sports entertainment company instead of a football club, Mia, or do you think it will work itself out in the end? 
unfortunately, because of these big clubs with these um, mm. owners that have got a lot of money, the fact is that we have to get some sort of generation of money. And it's really unfortunate that it is like that. And we don't want it to be like that. But yes, that has become a priority in order to keep the club running in a way. So um, that that is the issue because of the amount of clubs with so much money now. Um, it kind of makes it like a bit of a, um, like a non, like you can't not have it. But if they put profit, they don't profit. They don't take dividends from the the, the club. We actually lost money on the last statement. We were mm. actually in minus. So we don't gain any money. Like Levy doesn't gain money and take dividends. The problem is we need to make money in order to keep the club running in, in the first place. So the problem is, is that we need that business to keep the football side of it running. But we have to put the money in the football side correctly. It's not about how much money you put into that football like the amount it has to be done correct because a, a team like brighton run on a much smaller budget and they mm. can do it so we can do it in the budget we've got we just have to be sensible with what we spend and how we mm. spend and do it right that's what it is that's where we're getting it wrong because we're not mm. doing it right the scouting's not right the youth isn't right so that's where we go wrong in my opinion mm. and it isn't money you know like it isn't the money that we spend it's about spending it wisely which we haven't done that's the no. problem um i know you have to shoot up philip um shoot off um look we will be doing the second part to this show because i think mm -hmm. it is such a big show and we will be doing the second part to this um so what we'll do is we're going to leave this bit of the show here and then what we'll do is we we'll do the rest probably tomorrow guys if yeah. everyone's free yeah. And we'll do the second, but I just want to ask a question of you both before we end off and then we'll do the second part tomorrow. Um, I'll start with you very quickly, Philip, and then to you, Mir. Can Tottenham get back to where we were? Can, can Tottenham regain its own again? And how? Yes. yes, by appointing a manager that plays football the Tottenham way. Right by giving him the backing that he requires, the backing that he needs, by getting rid of the players we don't want at the club anymore. I don't have to name them; we all know who yeah, they are. Yeah, and uh, hopefully keeping Harry Kane here for at least another season to mm -hmm. go along with the new manager too, uh, because that that seems to be the the criteria for the new boss coming mm -hmm. in that Harry Kane stays. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I'm 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 positive that he will get it right this time. Uh, if mm -hmm. he doesn't get it right, uh, then I I fear that we are going to become a mid-table mediocrity. Yeah. All right, then. Well, listen, Mayor, we might go on for another five, ten minutes, if that's okay yeah, with I'm you. Yep. I'll see you tomorrow, okay? Yeah, we'll see you right, tomorrow then, care. Philip. Take care. Thank you very much. Um, there, There's the godfather. I tell you, that man is such a knowledgeable mayor with, with football. So I love listening to him talk about football. Um, we've got a few comments here in the chat that I want to get your thoughts on, Mayor, if that's okay. Yep, and please, fine. everyone, get over to please hit a like button in this stream. Please hit a like button on me a stream as well. We are jointly streaming this show on both channels as we try, as we on the road to 2000 and as we try to drag Mia to 1000. So that is the plan. The, the ideal for the, the ID, the ideal thing for me was both of us reach our next milestones together and i think that'd be great for both channels as well so please everyone 
help me erupt to a thousand but look we're trying to get to two thousand so come on we're on the road to two and one respectively um joe says they don't take profit but they pay high wages should be high normal salaries for the board of directors yep that's true yep. um we've got neil shafton here big up neil says regardless of the type of football they want to play they're going to have many players sold and the right type of players and spurs have a bad reputation the past few years now Mia, that goes down the likes of steve hitchin um Baratici, um paul mitchell and so on and so on do you feel that, that do you, do you feel that with Spurs that it's been always a quick fix instead of sitting down and looking right? This is what we're going to do: strong foundations, build from the back. Let's do this right. Every season it seems to be panic after panic after panic. Are we a bit of a circus, Mia? Sometimes. Yeah, it feels like we're like a fix now. So we just know, like, instead of if like you've got a hole in your house, mm. instead of just fix getting someone to professionally come in, fill it, make sure it's all done nice, smooth it over with mm -hmm. some um, like something. Uh, I can't think the word. Anyway, like do it, render it all, make it look good. We just stuff it with some paper and then just and quickly try and put some yeah. polyfiller over it. That's what it feels like we continuously do. We just and then another hole appears and we're just filling another hole with some tissue paper. And we're like, oh, another tissue paper. Oh, dang. You know, like we never just get it all fixed. Um, and no club is ever always fixed because if you look and listen to other people who support other teams, it's never really um it's never really ever really fixed, but you have to continuously repair it. You have to continuously keep that maintenance up. We just don't do the maintenance to our club. Mm -hmm. We need to maintain it and fix those problems and maintain it, but we don't. We just panic and buy something and then just, like I say, stuff it with tissue paper, and that's the problem. Yeah. Mm. Um, we've got uh, Jump Drive one saying when Daniel Levy took over, he put a statement in the club program saying, I'm not a fanatical fan, although he countered that by saying he used to eat hot dogs down the lane when he was a kid. Wowie. Mm. He probably just thought he thought saw a cheap hot dog meal. Thought I'd go for that. Uh, Lee Richards here. Hang on, where is it? Oh yeah. Lee Richards put in here a term of in terms of performances we've been winging it all, all season that uh, i have i do agree with that but somehow yeah. and i don't know how we're still near the top of the league Mia, yeah we are because everyone else has been rubbish man look at chelsea look at liverpool like, i did predict liverpool would be poor this season because i had a feeling that their midfield wouldn't hold them up this season but i didn't think this bad who predicted chelsea were going to fall off at, like the face of the earth like this nobody so they're the ones that normally are up there with us so we've got other mm. teams around us now as well up there but nobody predicted that the other big two big teams would drop off the way they have together mm. so I think that's where it where we are at the moment. Mm. Um, just a bit on this, Mia. I know we talked about it this morning, and this sort of we're going to end off on. Um, Daniel Levy's in a panic and, and mode, um, as it sounds. A lot of his targets are not willing to commit unless Harry Kane signs a new contract. Any plans Levy has has gone out the window. Now he is, and at the window, and now he is operating in panic mode. Um, Look, I, I didn't want to make this about the owners. I really didn't. And I want to just change it a little bit. 
now we we've had players like Eric Dyer, Davis, Mia. We've had some great players at the past: Hoddle, Waddle, Gascoigne, Lineker, Martin Shivers, Keith, um, Steve Archibald, Janola, Janola, um, Romero, back to Graf Crooks, Steve Perriman, Danny Blanchflower, Ozzy. Oh yeah, Ozzy Ardiles, Dave Mackay, um, John White, back to Alf Ramsey as a win back, Bill Brown, back to Pat Jennings. We've always had great players at Tottenham, entertaining players, a player that can turn a game into sixpence. Glenn Hoddle against, I think it was Bayern Munich, single-handedly destroyed. I was either that or Feyenoord. Single-handedly destroyed join Cruyff's final, I think, team, single-handedly. Where has that Tottenham gone, Mia? Where has that Tottenham that we grew up, the team that we fell in love with? And our second question onto that, Mia, is you, I want to know you as a fan, this is the second part, so if I, you know, I'm putting it to two parts here. You as a fan, are you disconnected with Tottenham this season? Um, so, firstly, the Tottenham I remember aren't, isn't that Tottenham team because the Tottenham team I watched was in the 90s and in the 2000s when we were just pants. So, I just think we we used to get smashed a lot of the time um, and we weren't very good at all. But then we got Redknapp and Redknapp sort of changed things a bit as well. Mm. Like, it kind of turned around. We had Bow, We had, you know, Modric. Oh, we had some fantastic players mm. right, back then. So yeah, um, I do think that we have um, we have lost out a bit, like on what we were back back in the day. But mm. we went through a really rubbish period as well, and now we're trying to come out the other side of another rubbish period. So I think we mm. we can come out of it because we've had periods in our mm. time where we haven't been good. Like honestly, in the nineties, Joe, what I I remember what I feel like it was. It was like a shame thing because mm. it's like you wear a bell round your neck if you support the Spurs support because they'll point mm. and laugh. Because in primary school, I sat next to a Tottenham supporter. This boy called Chris and we used to whisper about support supporting Tottenham because it was like a shame it was like mm. you support Tottenham yeah I support Tottenham shh don't tell anybody <laughs> so like it was like we were ashamed of it but then mm. we got to a stage with Poch that we were proud to wear it and even with mm. Redknapp we started being more proud to be Tottenham mm. fans so I feel like that we can come out of it again we can mm. I feel like that nothing is not is unrepairable I think that we can come out of the other side and I have felt more disconnected because it's just the feeling with amongst the fans as well so Mm. I don't like unrest I don't I get um I pick up on people's vibes a lot and Mm. I don't like it when the fan base is feeling like this even when I've been to a couple of the matches it just doesn't feel like it did before and it's not nice like I don't feel like that nice feeling like I say that even if we lose we're all like it at Mm. least we tried we left it all on the pitch and we'd all Mm. go out talking about oh we had this chance or we did this or you know and it doesn't feel like that at the moment and that's to me is because of the heart which is the fans mm. have have gone are so discontent and i don't like that vibe and it makes me sad that that's what we've come to as fans mm. that we're people are fighting people are fighting in the stands for goodness sakes mm. people are fighting it's just you know that's not what you want you don't no. want that so it does me- make me sad yeah mia look for me 
I have never, ever in my whole 41, two years of supporting Tottenham Hotspur, have I said, right, I've checked out for the season. I have never done that before, me. I've never, if Tottenham were on telly, I would make sure I get everything done before so I could sit down, either um, watch it with Derville or watch it myself um, and watch Tottenham and shout and scream and go, oh, and up and down, go through all the emotions that we do as fans. I have I've checked out this season and I'm so broken as a Spurs fan. I just don't care anymore. Now, my I'm, I'm a Spurs through and through me. Don't get me wrong. I love my club. I love Tottenham Hotspur. We'll die a Spurs fan. As Philip said, if Spurs were the great business tomorrow, I would probably would give up football. I wouldn't support another club because I couldn't. But I am so disconnected. I am so fed up with this Tottenham. This is not the Tottenham I know. This is not the Spurs I remember. This is not the, the, the Tottenham that I want to spend 100 or 200 euro getting flights over from, from Ireland to England, going over there for a day and knocking myself out for three or four days because I am that um, tired or or because of my health that it knocks me out for two, three days when I get back. But I do it because I love Spurs. I went over for four days for the AC Milan match. Why? Because I love Spurs. For me, the Tottenham I love is gone. They're gone. And I can't do anything about that. I can't bring back that Tottenham. We're a new Tottenham, and I don't like our new Tottenham. It isn't the Spurs that we grew up with, Mia. It isn't the team watching Ginola or or Mickey Hazard on the Rossi or the famous five or... Teddy Sheridan banging him in, or Gary Lineker banging him in, Gazza doing his stuff in the middle of the pitch. That goal he scored against Arsenal, where he scored with his boot off, when he scored with his bare feet. Um, Glenn Hoddle scoring that goal against Oxford, where he actually scored from the when he ran from the halfway line. Um, Keith Berkershaw taking us to UEFA Cup glory, two FA Cups, League Cup final. Do you know? Bill Nick bringing us all the glories that we had. The first team to do the double. The first team to win a European trophy. The first team to win two European trophies. Do you know, you go all the way back to Bill Buckley, who founded the club, under a lamppost not far from White Hart Lane. Do you know, back to the 1901 side, the first side to ever win an FA Cup as a non-league team. The first team to, to 21 win another FA Cup. 49-50, win the second division championship. 50-51, win, win the first division championship. The first side to do that in a very, very long time to win two league championships consecutively. The, but, the, team, the team in the 60s, 60, 61, 62, 63, 67, 71, 72, 73, 81, 82, 91. Teams that won trophies that went to Wembley and going down the Tottenham High Road, seeing the bus going down there with the cups being lifted by Steve Perriman, Gary Mabbott, Mark Dave Mackay, Jimmy Greaves, Martin Peters, managers Bill Nick, Keith Birkinshaw, Terry Venables, Glenn Hoddle, come back as manager. Where's my Tottenham gone? That but, do you Tottenham... Not, but do you not think, though, that we had a lot of the way that you felt like that. Like I felt that about when we had Poch. So it wasn't even that long ago that we had that feeling. Like when we got to that final of the Champions League, like, my God, that was 
a crazy feeling, like a mad I, feeling. I, so, I, that, that nightmare, that, when we reach the Champions League final, I, I'll tell you a funny story. It is the most, and I'll never forget it. I was in Wexford Hospital with my other half. She'd gone in there with, with, um, with chest pains. And it was the night of we played Ajax away. And, of course, I'm in the hospital. I've got my mind on that. And it turned out she had pneumonia. So that was fine. She was getting them. She hungry. So I went down to McDonald's to get something to eat. And I remember putting the McDonald's into an Audi bag, right? This is a true story. <laughs> Put it into the Audi bag, walked in. And there was this Liverpool fan watching the match on his phone in the waiting area of A&E. And I said to him, just as a, you know, what's the score? Thinking, well, that's us out of the semi-final. He looked at me with disbelief in his face, Mia. I've never forgotten it. Saying, Spurs have reached the Champions League final. And I'm standing there thinking, can somebody pinch me? Do you know... But that's what I'm saying. So you did have that feeling not that long ago. It isn't yeah, like but, Tottenham's gone. Like we've been in finals with Poch. We've been in semi-finals yeah, with but Poch. The, so the, like... the way I feel, Mayor, is, yeah, okay, it was great under Poch. But since Poch, my Tottenham's gone. This is not my Spurs. We don't at home, Mayor. You would agree with me. I know you will. Um, we We play like the away team at home now. We wait for teams, and we wait for teams to come on to us. Where we've always, down the years, Mia, we've always been the attacking side. You said it yourself earlier. Even if we lost, even like under Harry Redknapp or under David Pleat, under Terry Venables, we could lose three two or three one. But you know for well the players are on that pitch, Mia. Give a hundred and ten percent, and that is the point. The point I'm making is the players of today don't care. They don't care about the badge. They don't care about the shirt. All they care about is getting the 90 minutes out of the way and picking up some of their wages. That's not all the players, man. Not all of them, no. Romero, he's one that cares. Hoybier cares. I think Harry Poro, Kane cares. Poro, Poro cares, cares, definitely. Um, so you've got Romero, Hoybier. Charleston. I know he doesn't Charles play a lot, but Charleston cares, man. Yeah. He's got that... Fire in his belly. He has. Um, Bentacore cares. Yeah. Um, Sonny cares. Harry Kane cares. But I don't think the likes of Dyer, Davis, the usual, even Longley cares, I think, as well. But the usual so, suspects. I don't know why us... get Davies gets so much jib for, because I don't think Davies is like that at all. I think, actually... I think that he isn't like that. Maybe Dyer, maybe put like I do mm. think that Dyer doesn't do good enough. And but do I think that they genuinely mm. don't care? Maybe a little bit, like I say. But I really don't know why Davies gets stuck into all that because to me, Sanchez is someone who's worse. Sanchez yeah. is much worse, you know. And Tanganga's just not good enough. So no. some of these players, I feel like they're just not good enough. It isn't because mm. they don't necessarily always not care. It's just because of they yeah they just are not good enough like Mora isn't good enough however he did get us that Champions League um that run like obviously that, that to get to the final we he got those goals but he isn't good enough but I thank him for that 100% but again he's someone who's not good enough so I don't think he doesn't care I just think he's just not good yeah. enough I do think. you know what Mia it, it's all about that isn't it 
it's all about that yeah. that badge. That's what it's about. It's about pride for that badge. Don't care about the rest of it. It's about that cockerel on that football. That's Tottenham Hotspur. That's what it's all about. That's why we go week in, week out, Mia. We've supported them since we were kids. You know, since the day we were born, we've we've supported Tottenham Hotspur because of that badge. Um, look, look, Mr. E.E., he puts a great point here, Mia. He says, in the 1980s, you would find Mike, Mark Falco, Archibald, Robbo, um, Graham Roberts, Paul Miller, and others stumbling out of the Antrop Arms on a Friday night. Worse for wear. A night before a match, they still played well the next day. That's true. Wayne Bonner says, I listened to that game on the radio when Mora's third went in. I just stared at the radio and saying, what the hell's going on? Joe. I was, I was the same next day as well. I, I tell you one thing, Mia. It took me a week to get to get my head around we're in the Champions League final. You know, you know that. Do you know what it was for me? I barely slept that night. I was on an absolute adrenaline high. I barely slept. I had to get up the next day with the kids early to go and get them to school. And the, the um, caretaker at the school at the time was an Arsenal supporter. So I walked past him. He's in the Europa League final. And I'm like, I'm in a Champions League final, mate. I was high as a kite. And my friend who supports Tottenham saw me at the, um, she saw me, um, she was in her car. I walked over to her and I was just like, She's like, you're like, you've been taking something. I'm like, I feel like I have taken something. I'm feeling like lightheaded. Mm. I've been excited. I feel like I've taken something. I swear, like this is the maddest rush that I've ever had in my Tottenham did, did, like, did, life. Did it feel like you, Mia, we had reached the 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 the, the highest point of Mount Everest yeah. on the porch? Yeah, no, it did. Yeah, it did. Um, we've got Lee Richards here saying, Mia, bringing Poch back would address a lot of Dermot's legitimate points, I think, in terms of getting our Spurs back. I, I agree. Mm. I, I agree with you. And, and thanks for saying that, Lee. It's very kind of you. But yeah, I agree. Um, that I disagree. Of course you would, Mia. So never mind. We all love you anyway. Um, the evening, that evening, that that I can't get even my teeth out. Um, my tongue's tied. Right, that evening we beat Ajax. I switched off the TV when we went two 0 down. Gave up. I admit that. Found out on Google that they ended up three two at the final. Wow, Mister AA. Tony Young. To all Tottenham boys, care get English boys in that will play for the shirt. Poch will always care for us. Look, I think it, I think it is time for Poch to come home, and then at any, I'm too much of a Sado Sado masochist. Okay, I had to listen to the whole game. Look, it doesn't. I think. Matter do you me. know what? I think we're all Sado masochists, to be yeah. honest, because we all support I, I, Tottenham, I, I, Wayne. Honestly. I, 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 I think we, we all enjoy the pain slightly because otherwise, why would we stick around? Yeah. Um, right. There's no breaking news um, on um, – there's no breaking news on the manager front, um, but if there is, we'll bring it to you, of course, live here. Um, Mia, we're going to end it off here now. We're, we're going to um, do a second part to this tomorrow. Um, and I think – I did a poll. Has Tottenham lost its soul? 87% said yes. 12% said no. 32 people. So thank you for competing in that poll. 
very kind of you. Look, we've had a really bumper show. We've had 20 likes, so please thank you. Keep hitting that like button. I've got to bring it up. Uh, please, please just do a hoy beer. <laughs> Oh, I do love that bit of bit of um... And whoever whoever made it was absolutely superb. Oh yeah, yeah. Very, 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 very um very genius, I should say. Um yes, blow your own trumpet, Mia. Why don't you? you deserve... I mean no one else is gonna blow it. <laughs> <laughs> At least I can make you laugh, eh? Oh, Jesus me, you got such a dirty mind. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but you've got a dirty mind, but okay then. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, oh. I can make oh. Dermot laugh, that's the thing. I did one I did one stream, right, I think it was back in Tottenham Tantrum Gold Days, right, and Coover was on with me. And Coover had said something to me, I can't remember what it was. I literally laughed that hard, Mia. I nearly passed out. I sort of went like this off the street. <laughs> oh, dear. I was laughing that hard, right? I just couldn't breathe. It was so funny. <laughs> my, my bonnet said that Mia just go there. It's one of those special shows. You've all got filthy minds. I just meant I can't... No, no one else is going to blow the trumpet for me. That's what I meant. God. Filth bags, get your minds out of the gutter. Especially right. you, Mr. Wayne Bonner. Me Tut and Wayne, up. me and me and Wayne are thinking on the same way level. Big up, Wayne. Listen, I have to make you a mod as well, Wayne. So Mia's gonna have to show me how to do that because I want to make oh, you. Oh yeah, Wayne. he's a, apparently a mod on my channel, but he doesn't do a very good job. He slacks off all the time. Oh well, no, I I'm not much he's not even on my channel right now doing the modding. Wayne, so I'm having to Wayne. mod my own channel. Right, Wayne, I look after you. I, I pay very good chocolate wages. So yeah. No, he doesn't, he me. lies. He owes me chocolate and he hasn't got me no chocolate. Don't listen to him, Wayne. He's a liar. <laughs> yeah, so is Mia. Right. <laughs> She's just come. I tell you one thing, Mia. I was watching YouTube the other night. Do you remember that um thing we did for the St. Patrick's Day show when oh, we yeah. did the, when we did the video of the island back in the 1970s when the with the pochi? Yeah. Well, I found a new video which we can actually all commentate over. So we're gonna we're gonna we do that. We're gonna put that as a pre-record. It is bloody hilariously funny. Anyway, what tequila's put me on the naughty step. That's it. I want to make tequila and Wayne. So if you can show me how to do that, Mia, I would be very kind. Mia, do you want to give your channel a plug? Look, we're, we're doing the joint stream anyway. So go on, give your channel a plug, and then I'll give our channel a bit of a plug as well. Um, if you haven't already got over to Spurs Between the Lines, what the heck are you doing? Go over, please subscribe. Um, I'm trying to get to the 400 mark, so it would be really fantastic if you could come and subscribe. I try and make an inclusive. I make it so we've got people with loads of different varied opinions over there, and we all keep it nice and respectful um, and constructive because I like constructive conversations as well as dirty ones. So come and join me. Yes, the, the the adult show will be out this Friday, eleven o'clock, as a joint stream. Myself, Mia, and somebody else who wants to come on with us. Right. Um, Neil Shafton says I'm a mod. Got a few vapes and a closet full of Ben Sherman suits and shirts. 
Oh God! Do you know what, Mia? Just very quickly, just end off a bit of a high note because I know this has been a bit of a um, heart sort of from the heart show. I was watching Top of the Pops the other night from back in eighty three, eighty four, and I was thinking, wow. did we actually dress like that? I, I, yes. I swear to God, the best time of my life, Mia, was in the nineteen eighties. Though I was an eighties kid and a nineties teenager, for me. I wish I was a teenager in the 1980s because I think you know, it would have been fucking cool. I was a young kid in the 80s. I had mm. shell suits. I had the big fringes. I had Bermuda yeah. shorts, brightly colored tops. I yeah. went actually, I went to a fancy dress party as a rocker when I was a kid and my mum put holes in jeans. I had chains. I had the leather jacket, like a fake leather jacket. So yeah, I love a bit of like either mods or rocker. I was a rocker when I was, when I was uh, dressing up, but I had all the shell suits, the bright mm. colors and the big hair, like my hair's curly. So when you make it big, mm. like it goes big. So yeah, the old eighties was the best. Yeah. I tell you, I for, like for, for me, remember listening to Fleetwood Mac as a kid growing up. Um, the specials, um, Madness, um, Duran Duran, um, Aha. Uh-huh. I, I was a massive Duran Duran fan. I only recently saw Duran Girls on Film recently, the video to that. I would recommend that to anyone over a certain age. Um, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Um, there was some good stuff back then, wasn't there, Mia? There was. I like I say, I was only young, so but I don't I love the music from the eighties. I love a bit mm. of wham as well. I'm a bit of a wham fan. So there's plenty of brilliant yeah. stuff in the uh mm. in the eighties. Then nineties was like I was a older like a t- coming up to being a teenager and stuff. Mm. So nineties was like remember yeah. I remember for me. We we've got we've got a few going in actually. Neil Shaft said two tone and the jam. Oh, they were good. Um, EE says, I was an 80s kid, 90s teenager, two derma, I'm 47, must be around the same. T- yeah, I'm 47 myself as well. Um, no, 46, I'm 46, so yeah, we are the we are we are the same age, Mr. EE. Um, FTSM Colin, big up, sir. Hope you're doing well. Great to see you in the in the chat. 90 kids here, I was born in the wrong year. All my music choices are like Mottle Crew, etc. Motley yeah. Crew. Motley Crow. They were good. Um, what was it back in the... Uh, I remember Belinda Carlisle. I was a massive Bangles fan as well. I absolutely loved the Bangles um, growing up. Um, Mr. It says, I'm an 80s fossil and proud. Yeah, I am. And also, Mia, the Tottenham team were good then too. Of course, we had Spurs were on the way to Wembley. Tottenham, Tottenham was 8-1-82. Um, Madness are Chelsea supporters. Yeah, they are, Neil. And Wayne says, I'm 49, grew up in the 80s. I swear to God, Mia, we're all in our 40s now, right? And we look back. And I was saying this to somebody yesterday who who met when, when I was out doing some shopping. Did we have the best childhood as Spurs fans, Mia, at growing up, watching Tottenham, compared to what the youngsters are watching now? Did were we were we in, were we lucky to have the Tottenham we did back when we were kids in the 80s? Well, I don't remember much because I was tiny. I was born in 82. So the year that we, the years we won anything, I was being born. Mm. Um, and so I don't remember much of the 80s because by the time I was, what, four, it was like 86. Mm. That's the year my brother was born. Um, and so 87. So it's towards the end of the 80s mm. by the time I was a bit older. Mm. So, 
Yeah, well, I was born in 77, so 78, 79, 81. So I was 5 in 81, 6 in 82. Um, no, 5 in 82, 6 in 83. So, yeah, I, I remember the 80s from sort of 83 onwards, um, 82, 83 onwards. Um, and, of course, living in Ireland, of course, in the 80s as well was an experience that I, I loved living here when I was a kid. Um, David Clark, Cat Stevens, yes, before he changed his name to um, whatever he changed it to. Um, Neil Shafton was born in 63. Wow. Um, Neil Shafton, I'm still friends with Lionel Roddy of the Roddy of the Specials. Wow. Rest in peace, Terry Hall and John Banbury, 40. Oh, yeah. Um, Wayne Bonner says, born in 73. Got into Tottenham late seventies. Well, I was seventy-seven, Wayne. So Amir, of course, was eighty-two. Um, we were lucky to watch Tottenham miss it. He says in the eighties, if not the results and cup wins, those fantastic Hummel kits. Oh, they were great. Starting like the eighty-five, eighty-six, home and away ahead of their times. Yeah, it was. Neil Shafton says Yusuf Islam. That is Cat Stevens' name. Uh, David Clark says, born in on the 13th anniversary of the Battle of Britain, 15th of September, 54. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the Riches, I was a teen in the early 80s, saw Spurs team playing great football and winning things as well. I realised now I was very lucky, and we were lucky. We were extremely lucky. And then FTS of Colin was born in 92, so he's he's part of the 90, kids of 92. Yeah. Um, so it was the class of 92 so fits that I'm a United fan. Yeah. yeah. And you had the wonderful David Beckham, who I'm a massive admirer of. I don't know. I was more of a um, Jerry Holloway fan than I was um, a Posh Spice fan, to be fair. Or Baby Spice. That was my favourite. Um, I'm more of a David fan. Got a yeah. love bit of David Beckham. But that halfway I, I, goal, that's yeah, what I, I remember. I, I, I did fancy the lead singer and the lead guitarist of the Bengals, I must admit. They, they were quite cute. I won't go into who I, I used to like New Kids on the Block yeah. and I liked Joey from New Kids on the Block when I was little and yeah. Jason Donovan. I used to love Jason Donovan. Yeah, Kylie Minogue before and then Kylie Minogue when she was going out with the Mick Hucknell from NXS. Um, she went a bit rocky as well. Um, Mr. E says, 81 Cup Final Replays, my earliest <gasps> memory of Tottenham. Oh my Thank God, he's met David Beckham. Sorry. I just, That's okay. Oh my God. Um, thankfully, not the relegation year in 76, 77. Yeah, 80, that was my earliest memory. I was actually went there and I remember the noise, Mr. E. I remember the noise of Wembley. I was there with the replay with my uncle and I remember the noise. It was just something unreal. Um, Carl Simpson supported Spurs through and through, thick, through thick and thin, same as us. Hopefully, some will good times. We will, we will rise again. We will, we the Phoenix will rise again. I've said it before on Dave's channel. I said it before on our channel. The we will rise again. We will, we will, we will. Uh, FTS column. I've met Beckham. He's such a down to earth person. I'm Just so very quickly on that, Mia. David Beckham. He really does seem like a down to earth. Yeah, Londoner, doesn't he? Yeah, and EE's saying about um, he was in our youth because yeah, he's, he his, his granddad supported Tottenham. That's yeah. why his granddad was a Spurs supporter. Um, and then he obviously went off to Man U. Yeah. Graham Souness was in our youth team as well under the great Bill Nick as well. Mm. Roy Keane is a Spurs supporter, by the way. Yeah. No, seriously, he is. He is a Spurs You know, fan. He always says, doesn't he, he's got a soft spot for Tottenham. Yeah. 
um, the one that got away. Oh, no. Yeah, David but, Beckham. You... I feel the same, Mr. E.E., e. about, yeah. about David, that she got him and I didn't. That's how I feel. He's the one that well, got away. You got, you got Romero now, so be grateful. Okay, okay, okay. Um, could you imagine Roy Keane, David Beckham and Grain Sooners in this prime and I'm midfield with Steve Perriman? Cool. Fuck, what a... What a what a thing! Uh, I would leave home for Shania Twain. Yeah, I think most of us would, to be fair. Um, and then Neil Shafton says that that's big from you, David. To be fair, but fair play to you. You're bold. Yeah, but I would too. Um, <laughs> Belinda Kailan, that is from Newbury Park, California, fifty minutes from where I live. Joan Jet Jane Whalen went to the same high school. Wow. Wow. Um, he, he says, not disappointed that Sooners was never a Tottenham player. The guy is a professional stoker. I don't think so. I, I, I don't, but look, everyone's entitled to their opinion. When Beck came, when Bex came to train with us, I was so desperate for it to be alone. Just didn't work out. Bob Marley apparently supported Spurs. Yeah, he did. Bob Marley did support Tottenham. Um, for me... It, I, I said, I don't know. The eighties for Tottenham was something special, man, and so was the nineties as well. As bad as they were, it was like we knew what we were getting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was. I don't know. It was just. Oh, I don't know. It, 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 it makes you want to fall in love with Tottenham again. And I think the way to do that, I think, is you have to look back and cherish our history, and then sort of move forward. Um, we've got David Clark, David Beckham, great bloke, great player. And Joe else, he played recently in a charity match, and he's still got it. He can still yeah. absolutely bend that ball, man. He, his sons, his sons are very good players, as well. By the way, yeah, yeah, one of his sons, and I think yeah. the girl actually plays football as well. She does. I think she plays too. Um, Roy Keane is a Spurs fan of hers. Yeah, he is, Carl. I'd love Roy Keane as one of our coaches. Can you imagine him going up to die after a match? You'd have him by the neck. He will he'll be like hang, holding him up by his neck, mate. <laughs> he, he will. He will. And then we've got Michael McIntyre is a diehard Spurs yeah. fan. Got no, yeah, you do. Though I don't like his don't like his comedy stuff. Oh, don't you? I've no. seen him. I've seen him live in the O2. He's really funny. I like him. No, I, I'm more old school. I like um, Dave Allen or that sort of thing. Um, do you know? I think. Do you know why? Because with him, he does a lot of stuff that I can relate to. So when he does yeah. the things about his children, I'm like, yes, that's exactly yeah. what happens. Um, here's another one, Mia Adele is the first season yeah, Adele, holder. Yeah, she get her to get her to buy Tottenham. Have you not seen that video where she sings? Uh, she sings about Tottenham in one of mm. her videos. I love her. She's so down to earth. I'd love to meet Adele and have a chat about Tottenham with her. Yeah, hang on. Let me. Uh, I see. Can I find that very quickly? I think we'll end off on that, Mia. If I can find it. Don't get me copyright strikes because I did a copyright strike this morning. That wasn't my fault. It was your fault. You played it. I didn't do the show this morning. No, yesterday I got a copy, but it copyrighted it this morning. I'd so I get, yeah, it's just because of the music. It doesn't mean anything. You could have told me that off there. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you, be careful because you don't want to get copyright striked. No, it's not a copyright strike. Okay. I, I, I'll Sorry. tell you. Yeah, it's not. Right, it's only 19 seconds, so. Right, let me, right, let me get it right. Right, let me just share this. 
Right, that's wrong. Uh, uh, right, okay. Let's see this. Right, are you ready, Mia? Glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. Glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. Glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. And the Spurs go marching on. There you go. I oh, love her. Love Adele. Yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlberg says he's a Tottenham fan. That would please my missus. Um, he's not in the new Transformer movie, which is really annoying. Um, Jude Law is a Spurs fan. I, I didn't know that. Um, Jay Racing says many better than many other Spurs. Better than many other Spurs YouTubers. Must be talking yeah. about your channel, Mia. Hello. Oh, hang Thank on. You. Oh, oh, this is it. it says Mia oh. and Dermot are both very intelligent, which are football knowledge, but better than many other Spurs YouTubers. Wow, that's a compliment. Thank you so much, Jay. Very, very kind. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mia. Do you want to say anything to Jay for that? Um, yeah, thank you. I'm always uh, very flattered to hear compliments. That's very yeah. nice to hear. It is nice to hear. Samuel Jackson is a Spurs fan. Do you know Nick Fury? Do you know? Yeah. Wonder, wonder will he get the Avengers to come down and take Levy out of Tottenham? Do you know? Send in the Avengers to change the owners of Spurs. Maybe. Uh Okay, uh, we've got uh, where we've got we have got oh, yeah, I see your point now, Mia. Um, Trigger is of Oli Fools and Horses. Oh, yeah, he was, bless him. Yeah, he was. Um, Finn Bowler as well, he's a Spurs fan. Um, might be the basketball team with Sam Jackson, might have had that one. Well, look, if Samuel. If Samuel Jackson's a Spurs fan, Nick Fury, I'm quite happy about that. Um, Spider-Man is a Spurs fan too. Man versus Food is a man in, uh, Man versus Food is a Spurs fan. I used to yeah. love that program. And Tom I, Holland is, isn't he? Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. He is. That's what Colin um, just said. Yeah. Um Carl Oh Adele, anything for an Adele Ashlong as she has Tottenham Scarf above the door. Yeah. Um John. Kina, the ex WWE, and the who did um, Bumblebee, he's a Spurs fan. Uh, so yeah, you can't see me. That's yeah. what he says. Bruce Forsyth was a lifelong Spurs fan. He was. Yeah. Um, if you watch the build up to um, the '91 Cup final, he has an they interview him and Chaz and Dave. Um, yeah. Keith Keith Brannan, he's a Spurs fan as well with Tom Holland. Do you know what? We haven't got a bad bunch of celebrity Spurs fans, have we? Yeah, they're, they're all right. Yeah. Right, well, listen, we're going to end up... Oh, hang on. There's more. There's more, Mia. Oh, um, dear. We're going to be all night. I know. So Trevor McDonald or McDonough, he's a Spurs fan. Really? I never knew that. I never knew that either. No. This is Trevor McDonald. Mr. E.E. E. E. is uh, educating us today. Yeah. Um, Trevor McDonald, News at 10. Spurs can win the league. Right. Um, <laughs> um, um, you can't see me what Dyer says when he's defending. Definitely. Or, or, is it, or is it Wayne, you can't touch this? <laughs> can't touch this. Yeah. Um, he says, I have a secret soft spot for Spurs because of the other half. Oh, bless. Aww. See, 
come over to the come over to the light column. See, do you know what? I've always because of because of Beckham, obviously I've watched a lot of yeah. Man United in my time. So mm. in a way, I suppose I've got a little soft spot. And not a soft spot, but I'd always admired um, Man United and I and, I, I know. really admired the Fergie United years. Yeah. I mean, I love I wish for yeah, I mean I mean that game against Barcelona in nineteen ninety nine, I was in the pub with my mate and I said to him, I said, This United will win this game. And when them two goals went in, I'm so pleased Teddy got one of the I just thought, right, yeah. you've scored your goal for United. You won your trophy. Now come back home. Come back. Um, <laughs> Baby Spice, Emma Bunton is Spurs through and through. Yeah, I know she is. Um, she is. Well, listen, Mia, we're, we're going to have it. We're back tomorrow at yeah. 1 o'clock with Newsbeat, all the second part of this show, which we probably will continue. He said, sorry, buddy, but my blood runs rather red of Manchester. Yeah, I know. Listen, when we play Man United, Colin, we have to get you on. Um, for the po- for the pre-match and the post-match, love to get you on to do something like that or a show beforehand. And we'll probably also love to get you on to do an old watch along a Tottenham Man United golden game, just to talk about um, the the history between Spurs because we've had some great matches over the years. Carl Simpson, great show as always. Or oh, look, the shows are great because of you guys, because of you guys putting in the comments from myself, Mia. Ellie, Philip, and also please, everyone good up to Spurs between the lines. Hit the like button, hit the description button in there, and please, everyone go over here. We want to reach 2,000 and 1,000 respectively. Let's do it for the start of next season. Let's do it. Come on. We know we can. And when you're there, become a patron of, of Mia's channel, which I'm going to do today or tomorrow, Mia. I will oh, become a patron. And also, please pick up a membership here for us. It does. It does. It does help us grow. Uh, Colum says, no problem at all. Would love to. Great to have you on. Uh, Mr. E says, Coys, TC both. Bye, chat. And he says, Coys. On that point, Colum says, great show. Take care, all. Thank you so much. Take care. Mia, I think, we'll, I think we'll get ourselves out of here, don't you? Yes, definitely. Right, let's hit that. And as, as, as Jim Kirk would say of the Enterprise, Walk Factor 1, hit it. Thank you.